Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And welcome into a brand new edition of Embrace Debate, a Carolina Panthers podcast here on the Keep Pounding Podcast Network. I'm your host, Desmond Johnson. Hope you guys missed us. We were out last week, back in full effect this week from the Carolina Cat Chronicles, Cody Lashley in the house, and from the four-man rush, Monty Fetty in the house. Got a couple of topics we're going to get into this morning before we get you started on your weekend, or, or excuse me, on your work week here on Monday, May the 22nd, 2023. Before we do that, though, Monty, Cody, what's up? What's going on, players? How y'all doing? What's going on, man? I'm doing good. OTAs are underway. It's a it's a beautiful day in Charlotte, and uh, I'm happy to pack up my dude Monty like a can of sardines, bro. Oh man, man. Here, bro. <laughs> what's up, fellas? What's up, fellas? I did see uh, our girl Sheena Quick. She's out at uh, OTAs. Got a couple folks yeah. that we know out at OTAs giving us some good footage. Uh, I see Bryce already taking turns with the first string offensive yeah. line. And he cooking, <laughs> like, man. Plays. Yeah. Von, Von Bell has already picked off Andy Dalton. Yeah. So we roll. Right. We're going. We're going. You know, it's crazy to me. It feels like this is like a different world if, if you're a Carolina Panther fan because I'm starting to feel like, what if they got this right? You know what I mean? Like with yeah. the right pick, yeah. like what if they got it's this weird. right? Like what if they landed the Steph Curry of the NFL going forward and we about to be – all on TV and <laughs> price spots. Hey, man, cool. well, Rihanna was sporting our jersey in, in Japan, man. So, uh, it's, 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 Panthers are alive right now. Panthers <laughs> are alive. Come on, man. Like somebody stitched like three Panther jerseys together just long enough for it to be addressed. And just because it was Rihanna, everybody's like, oh, it's 
Hey, I'll, I'll take it any way I can get it right now, man. <laughs> so I was like, yo, Charles Johnson, really? That's that's what that's what it is. And then I realized it was a dress and everything else. But yo, shout out to uh, shout out to Charles Johnson. Although it just says yeah. pants on the back, we all know what ninety five is. So um, we're gonna get yeah, it. We're up right now. We're up right now. It's a yeah, good time to be a Panthers fan. So I mean, go. Panthers fans are outside. We've been inside for like three years. We out. So uh, yeah. we're doing this thing. Shout out to everybody that's joining in uh, right now. You can participate in this debate. Um, we always leave room for you guys to leave us questions for Monty and Cody to debate on. Do so. You can just post it here in the comment section on uh, YouTube.com forward slash at uh, Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Matter of fact, while you're here, do us a favor before we even begin. Go down into that YouTube uh, thing. Like us. Subscribe to the channel. So every time that we come on on Monday mornings, you get a notification letting you know that we're here. Uh, we're not the only podcast on the Keep Pounding Podcast Network. We're also part of the Fans First Sports Network where uh, you can find podcasts on all of your NFL teams, but especially here, we're the central for uh, Carolina Panthers. We have multiple podcasts on the Keep Pounding Podcast Network that come out through the week. So you can keep up with all of those by simply subscribing to the YouTube channel. Do that for me right now. Um, we're going to get going here, get started. One of the first uh, things I wanted to see, I kept seeing this around uh, social media past week or two, where this question kept posed, kept getting posed in a variety of ways. I thought it'd be a good thing for us to start off with. Um, what Panthers player from the past would you drop into a position group in their prime on the 2023 Panthers roster this year? Um, who wants to, who wants to go kick us off here? Go ahead, Monty. You want to go, Monty? Oh yeah, I'll go ahead. Um, yeah, man, this, that's the easy answer for me. I'm going to say Julius Peppers. I, you know, I, I, I've been clear all year saying we need another, uh, edge rusher, um, at no better edge rusher than to add than, you know, our, our, arguably the greatest defensive player on um you could debate Luke Keekley or Julius Peppers but uh you know arguably the best defensive player that we've ever had is in Julius Peppers so yeah man I think it's an easy um you know easy answer Brian Burns and Julius Peppers on opposite sides of each other would be a nightmare for for right. the next decade man and um and I feel, you know I feel like that would be the missing piece that we that we need for that defense to take it to the next level so yeah I'm I'm all in on Peppers bro all that in. would be frightening to have Oh, dude, it would Peppers be scary. Burns. <laughs> that would be pretty nuts. Uh, Cody, what was your first thought when you got this question? What Panthers player from the past would you drop into a position group in their prime on the 2023 Carolina Panthers roster? So like my man Nathan Siebens in the chat just said, Luke, we got to go Luke Kickley, bro. And listen, I understand, you know, Julius Peppers, that might be the sexy pick, especially considering we don't have a lot of edge help outside of Brian Burns. But, man, we have not replaced Luke Kixley in the three years that he's been retired now. I mean, inside linebacker is a problem for us. And right now, I mean, we're moving to a 3-4, and we have Shaq Thompson currently as that inside linebacker role uh, along with him and Frankie Luvu. And to be very honest with you, I don't know how either of those guys are really built for that position. I'm not, I'm not certain that that's going to be a smooth transition for either of them. So. Uh, knowing how how incredible Luke Kickley was, being a general on the football field, knowing the offensive alignments, and and really being a step ahead of the offense, it, it's hard to reproduce that man. And I think that we've been sorely missing that linebacker presence, uh, basically ever since him and TD left. Yeah, actually, uh, Kristen Ladane who's watching along uh, with everyone right now says, along with Luke, my man Thomas Davis, he came up in my mind. Also, I, I saw both of you guys were going to go defense. I looked at the offensive side just to kind of figure out who would I want, you know, in their prime to be with this squad. And I ain't going to lie, man. I landed on my boy, Jonathan Stewart, uh, 
my belief, oh, yeah. Panthers co-host, just because of the offensive line we've assembled to see someone like Stu behind it. Like, I, you know, when we do the Believing Panthers is on hiatus until July, we're, me, Skyler and, and Stu, we need a break. <laughs> so like we're we're done until probably about maybe maybe June, July. We'll come back because I know they got mandatory mini camps and things going on. Uh, we might pop out here and there, but our official season four will be probably around August uh, or right before August before preseason begins. And you can catch that here on Smack Road Sports Radio as well. But I was thinking about it, and we talked about it during the season. When he started seeing uh, our running back start gobbling up 160, 180 yards a game or whatever, and we taught his eyes would just get big. <laughs> yeah. like, That's when you've got like you get the ball, and there's just like this big hole. All you got to do is get through it real quick. And then you left your own devices. That's a running back's dream. And that's what this line is doing. If I could get Stu, like, trying to think where his prime would have been. I guess maybe 2015. He was banged up a little bit. 2013. I say from that 2008 to 2015 range. Yeah, because, like, he was balling. What was the year? Was it 2008 when him and D'Angelo both went over? 1,100? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially now on this roster, the now that we don't have a power back, like Deontay Foreman, you know, yeah. we have Miles Sanders, but having that downhill yeah. thumper, yeah, that would be oh, perfect man. on this team right now. It's, and the way they're set up, uh, I think a lot of people for some reason think Frank Reich's going to throw this thing all over the yard. He tends to run the ball an awful lot. Uh, oh, yeah. To, yeah. Ball control. So, I mean, he would – I think Stu would be a perfect fit in this offense. Uh, I'm going to tag him for this so he can see this. Um he, I saw he broke the uh, <laughs> broke the horn. Uh, <laughs> for the I saw that. Like, yeah, I saw that too, man. Hey, man he, he looked like he's having way too much fun. At the, I mean, at the hockey dude, game, man. Dude. That's my dude. That man, man don't just, know his own strength. Yeah, I mean, he's just living life, man. He, he's just going through. He's, he's that's my guy right there. Um, there's some, there's some others uh, on here. Riz B says uh, Chris Jenkins or Chris Another Gamble. Uh, Chris Jenkins. Yeah. Chris Jenkins feels like that dude that should get more love from the Panther fan base than what we give him. It's almost Absolutely. like we've forgotten about him a little bit. He Absolutely. may very well be, I think he is, probably the best defensive tackle in Panthers history. Easily. Easily. He can't I really think, like, think uh, Kwan Short makes a good argument, but yeah, Chris Jenkins yeah. for just how just how long he was, how, yeah. how great he was for how long he was, yeah, I think it's easily the best. He was one of the first guys we had where you had to block two, had two guys block like mm-hmm. you had to yeah. every play. Like there was no, and he was on that line. We talked about it last show with, you know, Brinson Buckner, Pep, Mike Rucker might be the best defensive line we've ever had. So, I mean, he was the anchor of that line. Um, so, yeah, that's a good one there. Uh, Tim Stelling says Stephen Davis, uh, who was in our uh, our pre-show talks. We were talking a little bit, a couple topics, and Stephen Davis's name popped up a couple of times. Stephen Davis was probably the first real running back we had that was durable that really we really loaded up on. I know people are going to say Tim Biakapatuka and some other names from back in the past, but Biakapatuka was great, but he was hurt. All yeah. the time, oh, uh, kind of blew him out of his thing. Someone, White Chocolate Espresso says Smith. I assume he's talking about Steve Smith. Oh um, yeah, I think that's just a give. That's an easy answer. You know, yeah. Steve Smith. That's just it's just too easy of a pick. Yeah, so, but it's not it's not yeah. the wrong pick. It's just too easy of a pick. And, and, and when it comes to Steve, I mean, yeah, it would be incredible having a receiver of that caliber. But the way that the roster is built, uh, you know, we're, we're going to be spreading the football around. It's yeah. not going to be dependent on a true dominant. X wide receiver in our offense. So that, that that's why, you know, when thinking about that, it's like what player could really take this current roster to the next level? Yeah. And that's why I thought it was Luke, man, just having that commander general on your defense is, you know, you, you can't replace that. It's like having a coach on the field. I, I didn't pick yeah. Smitty because as much as I love Smitty, 
the question is who would you put on this roster 2023 right. in their prime and i think smitty's prime 2005 when he's triple crown winner i guess that's probably when he was just yeah. beat, like when he beat the uh the bears by himself by himself yeah. in the playoffs um yeah, so and he mentioned Smith 2005. The problem with that is I don't know if I'd want that Smith with a rookie quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, it could go <laughs> one of two ways. <laughs> so I don't know if yeah. I would want that or not. And I don't know enough about Bryce to know if he'd be able to handle uh, Smith coming back to the hole saying, yo, I was open that time too. <laughs> I was open that time, the time before. You need to throw it to me every single time. Forget what these other wide receivers are saying. Just give it to me. I'm the one you need to listen to. So I kind of feel like that's the way. <laughs> that's the way. It yeah, I, I, th- I think he – like Smitty at, at that time was too big of an alpha dog for, you know, for a rookie quarterback to come in. And and now that being said, I think Bryce would, Bryce and Smitty probably would light it up, especially yeah. in this division. But yeah, I, I think it's just too, too, too much of a gimme answer. Like, you know, I think everybody, you could say Smitty every single, every single season. And I yep. think it'd be, you know, it'd be a good pick. So you know, it's just too easy for me. Matt knows nothing agrees with, uh, with Monty, with Julius Peppers. Uh, Dexter says, hate to be that guy, but CMC. I haven't even entertained that thought, to be honest. I, the only way to kind of separate, it's almost like you just broke up with your girl and then like, you know, she kind of, you kind of got her with your cousin, sort of. Like, so she's over there and like, you're, you're done with her. Like, it was your choice. You broke it and off. And now she's talking. Yeah, and, and then she looks good. Yes, so, I said this the I'm other saying, night on C3, oh, bro. Man, I, do? Christian I, I, McCaffrey acting up, bro. I, don't, man, I, I can't blame Christian McCaffrey, man. I he, had can. To, he, had to, he had to deal with Matt Rule for three years. He I'm not mad at Christian McCaffrey. He, he walked it back, I think, this morning or, or yesterday. He walked it back. Like, no, 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 no. I took it out of context. I love Carolina, blah, blah, blah. But nah, he meant what he said the first time he said it, man. He meant what he said. I love for you, brother. I feel like now every time CMC does an interview, there's always like a slight – underhanded jab at the Panthers like, oh, y'all didn't want me. Y'all wanted to move on. Y'all wanted to do it without me. It's like, bro, he's, like he's just jilted. Do you blame yeah, man? man Christian McCaffrey for like three years, everybody wanted Christian McCaffrey traded after we got after he got paid, man. And yeah. then he goes to another team and he lights it up. Like, yeah, I, I don't blame him. Yeah, like yeah, they, it, we, it, it was the perfect place for him to land. I yeah, mean, right. he went yeah. to like the offensive mastermind. On the West Coast, you grew up out there. Like it, right. it literally, it was perfect for him to go. So of course he's going to be like, "Oh, I love it. It was great. It was great." But also, like he was hurt two years in a row yeah. when he was the focal point of our offense, and he was expensive. So I was like, "Come on, bro! If you know it's a business, what did you think was going to happen?" Like, man, just say thank you for your time with the Panthers. Say I'm happy about pe- people, I'm, Cody. I'm happy people, with man. my situation now. <laughs> bro, it's I, I don't know. It's a, it, it rubbed me the wrong way. My C three guys were disagreeing with me. They were saying that he had uh, a right to be upset, but I was like, nah, man, he acting kind of he, he, he glowed up. Like, I mean, he's in a better situation than he was here. Even if he had stayed, I don't know if the situation would be as great as it. I mean, San Francisco's a, a title contender, like literally. Oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Literally oh, even yeah. know who's gonna be the quarterback. Oh, no <laughs> doubt. Like, yeah, you, you could make an argument that if they had a decent quarterback, they probably would, would go advance. I think they would have beat the Eagles with yeah. Brock Purdy if, yeah, if he had been healthy. So uh, and they're coming back next year. The NFC's kind of thin, which is why we're all over here in Pantherland. Like, let's see what yeah. see if we can be that surprise team going into it. Um, question number two for the day: Which Panther is the best breakout player candidate for twenty twenty three? Cody, I'll let you start off on this one. Yeah, man, I'm gonna stick with that linebacker spot. And right now, this man is not projected to be a starter, 
but I think that there is no reason why he shouldn't be. And that's Brandon Smith. Listen, a lot of people forget how much of an athletic talent Brandon Smith is. Had incredible RAS numbers. Uh, he's like six foot four, two hundred and fifty pounds. Run like a a four three or something. Like the man has everything you want from a sideline to sideline linebacker, and nobody's really expecting a lot from him. He had an injury last year, and he also had one of the worst coaches in the NFL as his head coach, and he had Phil Snow. You know, if you look at Jiro Rivero and how he used those linebackers over in Denver, they were not big names over there in Denver, but Jiro Rivero knows how to get the most out of the talent that's on the roster, especially at that linebacker position. I love Shaq Thompson, but it's getting a little bit long in the tooth. I would love to see this young man really step it up and, and show out in a big way this year at a position that we're in desperate need of a real good player right now. Uh, Monty, your thoughts. Who's uh, Who comes to mind first when you think of potential to be the best uh, breakout player candidate off this Panthers 2023 roster the way it's constructed right now? Yeah, I'm going to go on the opposite side of the ball. I'm going to go offense, and uh, I think – and I see it in the comments here. I'm going to go Terrace Marshall Jr. Uh, I think Terrace Marshall Jr. is primed to have a great year. Um, you know, I've, I've been, you know, I've, I've been a fan of him since we drafted him from LSU and, and yeah, I've been following him all off season. Looks like that, you know, he's, he's looked like he's toned up a little, looks a little faster, looks a little more mm-hmm. twitchier than before. Um, and yeah, man, I, I think that with this receiver core that we have now, you know, is we're just kind of waiting for somebody to, to make that next step or to be that breakout wide receiver one. And I think he has the mold to do it. Uh, you know, he's a big, big, fast guy. I feel like, you know, last year I will hit 24 catches, 21 of them went for first downs. Um, you know, so, I mean, he's, he's, he's I think, well, last year he was second uh, in the NFL when yards per catch. So, you know, Terrace Marshall is, is definitely, you know, is, in my opinion, it's just a matter of time of when he's going to produce, you know, and not if he'll produce. And I think with Bryce here, I think with, you know, with the way we're going to play offense, you know, I think we're going to be a very run first offense this year. Um, and so I so I think I, I think we are going to spread the ball around. But I think, you know, him and Terrace Marshall is going to ha- going to have a, a very healthy connection this year. And, and I, I want to see that. I definitely want to see Terrace Marshall make that next step. I'm a I'm a flip back uh, over to the defensive side and a guy that I, I'm curious as to how they're going to use him because of the way they've been really uh vague about how they're going to use him is jeremy chin like i'm really curious as to what they're yeah. going to do with him because i feel like Same. he could almost be a troy palomalu type of player back yeah. like rover where it's like yeah he's technically a safety but a lot of times he's lined up in the box oh well he's in the box but he's dropping out oh he's in the secondary he's coming in i mean like you don't have any idea where he's going to be or what he's covering he's got the skills to cover wide receivers he can also cover tight ends running backs coming out of the backfield He's a thumper. He will he will come downhill on you. Yep. Uh, and they didn't really use him properly the past year, so they tried to give him a set spot. And I don't think that's what uh, he's re- really used for. Um, so, and I think the way they've talked about it, the way Eva Rose talked about, Eva Rose talked about it, feels like they're going to kind of put him in that rover spot in his defense because there's going to be, I think, like five defensive backs most of the time on the yeah. field. Uh, so you can kind of put Chin down in the box. So you got eight down in there all of a sudden. You can pull him out on passing. Thing. You don't have to swap out so many players because of his versatility. So I'm curious to see what they do with Jeremy Chin. Uh, White Chocolate Espresso says, Hayden Hurts, the tight end we picked up from the Ravens, a.k.a. Ginger Thor, a.k.a. Ginger Fabio. I don't even know. If <laughs> <possible>. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> so we'll see what uh, Hayden No, Hurts. that's a compliment, bro. Yeah, Fabio, <laughs> Fabio was a supermodel, bro. He was out there getting paid, man. Ginger Fabio. Um, <laughs> per uh, 
CJA per Joe Person, uh, Dalton got the first snaps with the ones today in OTAs, but Bryce got the majority overall with the ones today. That sounds- and speaking oh, okay. of Jeremy Chin, Sheena put out that uh, uh, Bryce Young was throwing deep to Adam Thielen, and Jeremy Chin tipped it. So, yeah, it, oh. hey, oh. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's a little hint of so, uh, how they intend to use Jeremy. Another dude that I thought of on the defensive side, too, that uh, uh, Jay uh, – I, I think I mess his name up every week. Jay Issue, that's my dog. Okay, Jay Issue, JC Horn. Uh, both years kind of ended with injury. Um, I think he has the potential to be a. I, I think he is a top five cornerback in the league. The problem is yeah. people don't look at him like that because he hasn't finished seasons. He finished the season this year, gets unleashed in this defense. We can start talking about JC Horn up there with the. Uh, who just say is the best cornerback in the league right now? I still say Jalen Ramsey, man. Uh, it's, 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 hard to, it's hard to bet against Jalen Ramsey. You know, when he's healthy, he's the most complete corner. But to your point, Dez, I think, yeah, I think he has a strong argument for, um, you know, best corner in the league or top three corners in the league. Him and Pat Sertan yeah. is right. It's neck and neck for me. Uh, you know, I feel I think it's more about preference between those two more than skill set. You know, um, but in the whole not finishing the season thing with JC, I think it's getting a little over overstated he played 13 of 17 games last year y'all like he played 76 percent of the season last year so it was yeah i think what compounds they weren't in playoff contention or something like that wouldn't him and mccaffrey kind of the same boat where they could have played these last couple games yeah yeah but also when it comes to jc uh, i think the fact that he got injured when he need when we needed him the most in that tampa bay game fighting for the division that's when mike evans goes off with tom brady and it's like you know, if it's if it's uh, JC out there, that that game probably looks incredibly different. different. So yeah. I think people kind of hold that unfairly against JC. But hey, man, it's a it's a proven it season. I would still rather have JC Horn over Patrick Sertain. I'm a stand on that, bro. And uh, I also uh, I, I probably said JC Jackson. I believe that's his name. I hope I'm not messing it up. Uh, it, it plays for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's the guy that they drafted and then let Stephon Gilmore walk because they have a guy like JC Jackson now. So yeah, there's a bunch of good ones. And yeah, of course, Jalen's always out there balling. Yeah. Um, so before I get to the next question here, uh, just a reminder for everybody that's checking us out here uh, on uh, the, uh, the Tobacco Road Sports Radio YouTube channel, you can follow the Keep Pounding Podcast Network on Facebook, on Twitter at KP Pounding underscore FFSN and at Tobacco Radio. Hit us up there on Twitter. Follow us there on Twitter for the latest updates uh, on Panther news, uh, as well as you know Hornets news. The Hornets getting the second pick in, overall in the draft here late June, so we'll see what they're going to do. And any other uh, North Carolina-centric sports-type news, you can follow us there at Tobacco Road Sports Radio. And definitely hit the like button, subscribe here at uh, youtube.com forward slash at Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Um, the next question for the morning, if I can pull my – Thing back up here kind of goes hand in hand with the one before who's a panther player that might be a tough cut from this roster because i'm sitting there seeing them sign wide receivers like every tuesday <laughs> it feels like they got like 12 of them uh i need to go pull the chart the roster as it stands right now but it feels like some of the dudes they've got are going to get cut well they're going to have to get cut they're not going to carry 12 wide receivers into the, the 53 man roster it yeah. feels like the wide receiver room is the most full right now but maybe i'm missing another position group uh monty who's a guy that you think uh, you kind of hope makes the roster, but there's a good chance he ain't going to be there in September. I'm not going to say a hope make the roster. I, th- <laughs> I think <laughs> one, of the, one of the guys that I've – and I've been clear, I don't, I just don't think he's going to make the roster. I think he's just going to be the odd man out of Sean Smith. 
Um, I know a lot of Carolina fans, South Carolina fans are not going to like that. Uh, you know, a lot of South Carolina fans are higher on him than I probably am. But um, I think Shaw Smith probably is going to be an odd man out of that receiver room. Um, I think you hit it on the head. They, you know, they're they're bringing in wide receivers. It seems like every other week, um, you know, and, and they're bringing in some good talent. You know, they're bringing in guys that's going to compete. And, you know, I think your first four receivers are a lot, you know, Adam Thielen, Ter- uh, Terrace Marshall, Jonathan Mingo and DJ Chark. Those are you know, those are your lot. So you're going to have to worry about either playing special teams or you're going to have to, you know, find some way on the field. And, I, you know, I, the mere bird, I think, is a lock as well. So it's, I think Shaw Smith is probably going to be the, you know, the, the odd man out in that receiver room. Um, I, and don't tear me up on Twitter, y'all, because, again, I understand that's a lot of uh, – I understand Carolina fans, that's that's their guy. They're already coming out. They're already coming oh, out. Keep oh, all dude. South Carolina wide receivers. Yeah, dude, they were, going to, they were going to kill me last year, y'all. <laughs> when I said I didn't think he was going to make the roster. So, yeah, man, uh, I, I don't think Shaw Smith is going, is going to make it. Cody, Cody, what's up? What uh? What Bro, I'm like, I'm like, like the well, biggest Shy Smith defender. It's like I, I, I want him to be good. And me and Tony on C three, we go back and forth and fight. Who's better, Demir Bird or Shy Smith? Two other South, you know, South Carolina receivers. I don't know. I like Shy, but but I, I hope he makes a roster. But look, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. Mine might be a surprise. Uh, bro, C.J. Henderson. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because a little bit. So that they have OTAs today, and he's not even there. Mm. Where is he's he? Really, he? Yeah, he's 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 not even there. Uh, Will yeah. Conkle, uh, and I believe Joe Portion reported that uh, Keith Taylor is out there getting most of the action. And listen, um, when we traded for C.J. Henderson, he was a first round pick, and, and then you know, uh, two years later, a year later, Jaguars are looking to trade him. And there's always been this rumor that like CJ Henderson don't really love football or that his heart isn't in it. And I'm going to be real. I normally, you know, I don't know CJ Henderson. I don't know what his actual thoughts and feelings are, but I mean, just based on his performance and based on how his career has gone thus far, it really wouldn't surprise me. And he did not look great uh, last year. And pretty soon you're going to have to determine uh, you know, what you're going to do with them. I mean, they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. Yeah. So right now, that's the Panthers organization already telling you what they believe C.J. Henderson to be. It's a big-time prove-it year for him, and for him to not show up at OTAs. Now, I don't know. Maybe he might have a family emergency. I don't know why he's not there. But when your job is on the line and you're not going to show up when the rest of your teammates are, I don't know, man. Fans were already thinking sideways about you, and and this doesn't help. So it might be a surprise, but yeah, I'm saying C.J. Henderson. That's a pretty good one, actually. Um, I didn't even consider his contract situation and everything else, and the fact that he's been kind of up down, up down the whole time he's been here. And right. he's one of those Matt Rule decisions. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that was like a unilateral Matt Rule. I want this guy. He was a top ten guy in 2020 draft pick wise, so he must be good. Let's go get him. And, and apparently we were going to draft him if Derek Brown wasn't there. So that's yeah. that's another thing. So yeah, like we were that's, high on him. That's eye opening as well. Um, <laughs> to know that that he was next on the board if we didn't get Derek Brown, which is crazy. Because yeah. the one thing I've always said with Matt Rule is that, yeah, I didn't agree with about eighty percent of what he was doing. But the one thing I did like was his talent evaluation in terms of like what they were picking up in the draft. Because we did pick up some gems in the like a Jeremy Chin, you know, dudes like that. That you got to give credit to Matt Rule and his people for that. Although Scott Fitterer came in, what, 
two years ago and started kind of helping direct the draft. So some of that's on him too. Uh, that I guess the first year, 2020, it was really all Matt Rule and Marty Herney was still the, the GM at the time. But that, that was really Matt Rule's draft. Um, so we'll see how those guys are um, going forward. Yeah. Matt knows nothing, says Deontay Brown, Michael Jordan, C.J. Henderson. They just signed Michael Jordan back. Um, yeah. So I don't know about him, C.J. Yeah, Deontay Brown, uh, late round draft pick, offensive lineman. Another oh, guy I defended so much, man. Hey, I, I want to say I, I want I want to say this before we move on because I think it just needs to be said. C.J. Henderson is what everybody thinks Dante Jackson is, <laughs> and I, I feel like yeah. everybody thinks Dante Jackson is is, is is the worst corner in, in the league, which is I think is crazy. C.J. Henderson is every bit of what y'all think Dante Jackson is. I like Jackson. I I, I, hey, I love Dante Jackson. And this yeah. is coming from a guy that when we drafted him, I hated the pick. I, I've never been a fan of small corners. Like, everybody in the four-man rush will tell you, I've always been a, a fan of like big, long, tall corners. Yeah. So I've never really was a fan of Dante Jackson at first. He's slowly growing on me since then. And it, if you just look at it, bro, C.J. Henderson at his best is what looks like what Dante what Dante Jackson looks like at his worst, and you know, I, and I feel like that needs to be said. Um, you know, that's we talk about corners not being available. If Dante Jackson plays in that Tampa game, it's a complete different game as well. You know, yeah. regardless how regardless how we feel, Dante Jackson can take the ball away, and um, and that's something we haven't seen with Key Taylor or C.J. Henderson. And yeah, man, I I I, I agree with Cody on this, but I feel like C.J. Henderson would be an easy cut. Um, you know. It, you just got to get you got to get him out of here, man. Uh, CJA is reporting Frank Wright speaking to the media right now. Then Bryce, then Matt Corral. Oh wow, Matt Corral had a pretty good uh, <laughs> pretty good day today too. Yeah, <laughs> stay right here though. Can I just put out my prediction? I'm mean, interrupted. I I, I want to put it out there. At some point during this season, I believe Matt Corral is going to be quarterback too. We mentioned I just Corral believe. in our game too. Like that, we'll get to Matt Corral here probably next week or week after, just depending on what they're doing with him. But it looks like he's part of their plans. They're at least going to see what they got with him, which makes total sense. And too uh, much talent for be, us to yeah. just abandon. Yeah, he, he yeah. definitely should be a part of the plans, even if it's a backup quarterback role. He definitely should be a part of the plans. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe you turn him into a piece that you can actually get something out of if you want to, you know, go that route too. Um, I could see them keeping three quarterbacks on this roster with Dalton. Corral and of course Bryce Young. Um, let's uh move to the next topic here. Uh, actually, I think that was our last topic. Man, I'm sitting there scrolling through them. Was there one I missed? Panther player, Panther. Man, we just started having fun. Oh man, <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't get to pet Cody up the way I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you never do, but it's <laughs> I will say that uh, we had some plans going forward. Uh, one of the things we'll do, we keep pushing it off. Is former Panther quarterback Cam Newton a first ballot Hall of Famer? Uh, that'll be a whole show. We'll we'll get into that sometime soon. As well as uh, next week, we'll do Panthers Mount Rushmore. We're finally going to sit here and finally pick four guys. Can't make exception. Can't add a fifth. Can't carve one off to the side. It's got to be four. So you guys got a week uh, homework assignment to kind of sit down and kind of figure this out. Come with some stats. Come with some arguments. Come with, you know, a belief as to why this person should be on here as opposed to that person or, or, you know what I mean? Like that's going to be uh, next week and that'll be the entire show. Uh, so if you guys got some ideas for who should be on that Mount Rushmore, um, definitely put, start compiling those uh, and go from there. See, they're already starting in the, in the, the chats. Hell no. Nah, he ain't not, he, he not a hall of famer at all. Love cam though. 
I bet he is though, BNB. I bet he is. I, I think that's a hard question, man. I I want him to be a Hall of Famer. I think that he, I don't think he'll be a first ballot. I think that you know he he could potentially crawl into the the Hall of Fame. He but yeah, we're gonna, we we can save this. Time. Yeah, because yeah, I, I got a lot to say about that. Ballot part's the trick. Um, yeah, and I, and I'll leave it with this. Bill Parcells said it best himself. I still agree with him. He said, "Look, if you if that player has ever won MVP." In the NFL, that means he was the best player for one year in this league. That should be his ticket into the Hall of Fame by itself. Yeah. Like if, if you've won MVP in this league, you should be in the Hall of Fame. And and when you compare his MVP season to a lot of other MVP seasons, it's 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 hard to compare because it's like his roster compared to, for instance, like Aaron, Aaron Rodgers yeah. over the last two or three years won MVP. And when you compare that roster that he's played in Green Bay to what we had in 2015, it's it's not comparable. It's like dude, yeah. he, Cam to guys that aren't that that are that should not be in the league, you know, to, to the Super Bowl. And it's maybe like we're gonna invite like, like, B and B back because uh <laughs> yeah, I hear causing causing violence in the uh <laughs> in the comments. No ballot, his stats are terrible compared to quarterbacks, and his winning percentage is bad. Oh, that's all bad. I mean you you Ooh. counted off Cam Newton's accolades the other day, and they are considerable. He wasn't here for that. He, he they, they are they are considerable. And, and it's not that I doubt Cam Newton or that he should be, it's I doubt the people that are gonna vote for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, remember, you can make the best common sense argument in the world as to why he should be in, and yet that that still might not be enough when it comes time to vote. Also, when it comes out, uh, like, what other players are going to be in the Hall of Fame class with him is also going to be a a, an important factor in that too. Well, you guys think he's got it's going to be a loaded class for a quarterbacks for Cam, and that and that's good. That's just the reality of it. You know, he's gonna he's going to be in the same real. Honestly, if you think about it, the same room as Peyton. Well, Peyton, we already know is getting in there, but he's going to be in the same room as Aaron Rodgers. You know, Tom Brady. You know, he Tom Brady is still going to be in that argument. You know, with him just retiring. So um, (laughs) that's why. You know, Drew Brees is still going to be in the argument with him just recently retiring. So it's like Cam. Cam got an uphill battle, and that and that's just the reality of it. And 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 I hate to say that as a diehard Cam fan, but yeah, man. Did you see? Did you see this a little bit off topic? Did you see earlier this week Antonio Brown? I know he bought into the Albany Empire um, in the. the National Arena League. I do some stuff for the Carolina Cobras actually here uh, up in Greensboro. And I saw Antonio Brown bought into the uh, Empire and he's going to play or something. And he's trying to get Cam Newton to come play with him. I saw it a couple days ago. And I, Cam Cam could have did all that stuff a while back. He could have went to the XFL. Right. He could have went to wherever. But I, I don't want to see Cam. Cam. Yeah, I don't want to see Bro, Cam. Bro, what timeline are we living in? Like, I'm telling you. it up, man. Yeah, that's going to break. It's going to break my – I don't care if Cam dominates the league. Yeah. It's going to break my heart. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> to see him dunk on trash. Like, dude, come on, man. I, I, can't, I can't see it, man. I don't want to watch it, dog. I'm celebrating after every first down. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want to see my boy go out like that. I just can't. I can't. And maybe one of the things we should debate is should Cam just retire? Because that's that's yeah. kind of where we are at this point, right? Like – and see, oh Matt talking blasphemous. Thinks Matt Ryan will be a Hall of Famer before Cam. Mm. I'll say this. I'll say this. <laughs> hey, and and I, I hate the Falcons like everybody else. If 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 we're going to make the argument for MVP, Ooh, Matt, yeah, I just said that too, like ten minutes you, ago. Right. I said <laughs> if the MVP argument is is what we're making, you, you can't keep Matt Ryan out. And yeah, I, and again, but also, 
I hate Julio that. Jones, man. He had so many players on that team, Smith. though. And Kyle well, Shanahan. Parallel for both of them, really. No, I mean, but no, I mean, uh, Cam didn't have Steve when uh, when he won MVP. That's true. He did not. Yeah. Uh, and Ryan did have Julio. Uh, and Julio yeah. went, went off that year, too. Yeah, Julio had, well, like, 1,800 yards. Oh, 500 like, of them was on us. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> right? that, was, next, that was the next year uh, after Norman left. And he, 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 uh, Matt Ryan threw for 500 yards in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Julio had 300 of them. Like, I mean. Yeah, and Julio uh, got a corner fire the very next game for, uh, after that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that was wild time. <laughs> like, Bernabe, Bill Wickery got fired the very next day after oh, that <laughs> Matt was way more consistent than Cam, and Matt's not a Hall of Famer to me either. Cam is still my QB. It sounds like it, man. It sounds like he's not your QB. <laughs> it sounds like – like because, again, when we come back to this, I'll have the whole thing, the, the, the list of accomplishments that Cam has done, the records he owns that people aren't even aware he owns. That would start coming into play when that argument came out. So I invite me and B to come back when we talk this uh, topic in the next couple of weeks uh, and, to, and to join in like you have before. We appreciate you, brother, coming in here and uh, giving us uh, some comments. And that's what we love about doing the show this way, where we can actually interact uh, with the fans as we're doing it. Uh, we got to get out of here. It's a Monday. We all got work to do, things to go uh, take care of, things to handle. We'll be back next Monday, 1030 a.m. live here on Tobacco Road Sports Radio's YouTube channel. And, of course, uh, across our social media platforms. You can follow my guys up here at their handles. They are highly active uh, on Twitter throughout the day. Um, makes me wonder what y'all do during the day because y'all are so active on Twitter. Like, I have no idea how y'all are. Are y'all timing these? <laughs> like, how are y'all getting these oh, tweets? My, my, my manager is sick of me, uh, uh, especially <laughs> now, now that football content is back. He's sick of me. But he's a football head, too, so it, it all works out. He enjoyed it. That's, that's got to be a thing, though. Like, if your boss is following you on Twitter and you're supposed to be doing something, he's down on his Twitter, he's like, Hold on, wait a minute. What is money? Is that? Is that? Is that? <laughs> no, <Nah>, yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna go ahead and get up out of here. Uh, y'all enjoy your Monday and the rest of your week. We'll be back next Monday. Like I said, next Monday we're crowning Panthers Mount Rushmore. Four guys from Panthers history that we're going up with. No ties. No fifth guy. No sixth guy. Just four. So get your list together. We'll be back Monday, ten thirty a.m. next week, and we'll give you ours. Peace. Pound. <laughs>